Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive-through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, one church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Let's make our confession of faith together. I'm listening to my phone because that's where I got the Harvest Mobile app. You can read the whole Bible in in, uh, 12 months if you get the Harvest Mobile app for totally free. Let's say it together, y'all. I'm ready to receive and fully submit to God's word, which is the lamp to my feet and light to my path. In this year of fruitfulness, I will manifest good results in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Remain standing for just a moment. Go, uh, I want you to go to this scripture. I want you to go here. Mm, go to Proverbs chapter 6 and verses 16 through 19. We're going to look at a few scriptures. Proverbs chapter 6. When you got to say, I got it, Bishop. If you're still flipping, say, hold on, Bishop. If you're going to look on the screen, say, I've been there, Bishop. All right. <clears throat> Proverbs 6 and 16. Proverbs 6 and 16. Here it is. There are six things that the Lord, what? Hates. Wow. Seven that are an abomination to him. Abomination means disgusting and dishonorable. Now, I want you to see nowhere in this list is people. Verse 17. Haughty eyes. A lying tongue. Hands that shed innocent blood. Verse 18. A heart that devises wicked plans. God says, I hate this stuff. Feet that make haste to run to evil. Verse 19. A false witness who breathes out lies about other folk. And here's the last one that I really like. And somebody who sows discord among brothers. There's people who start problems in church. There's people who start problems on your row. There's people who start problems in the family. Y'all not talking. Look, look at your neighbor and say, God hates that. 
Notice, now I'm not saying you should do it, but notice, because the stuff you like to judge ain't in here. The, the stuff you like to criticize other people for ain't in here. It, it got super quiet right there. And one who sows discords among the brethren. Do me a favor, and let's just borrow a line from that show that was very popular in the 90s in Living Color. There was this show that came on, and these two guys would sit on the show, and when they would see something they didn't like, they would say, hated it. Do me a favor and just encourage somebody on your left and your right and say to be great, you cannot do what God hates. Say hated it. Father, speak to us now with clarity that we move and walk in what you've ordained. I pray that this word would challenge us to increase our levels of honor. It would challenge us to do the things that please you so that as we please you, we would see greatness manifested in our lives. I declare over everybody under the sound of my voice that greatness is manifesting in every area of their life. Every area of their life is increasing. Every area of their life is improving. I declare no weapon that's formed against them would prosper. And today we're going to go another further into this journey called greatness. In Jesus' name, everybody said, you can grab a seat now. We're in this series called GOAT, which is a pop culture acronym for the greatest of all time. And great, we've learned, church, means unusual, first rate, very good, more than, mighty, and far beyond average. I said it fast, I'm going to give it to you again. Let's back that thing up. Watch it. It is unusual. Somebody say, I'm supposed to be unusual. Please understand, the statistics in America teach us that average is what, watch this, is what many people are pursuing. But you need to know, God did not create you to be an average American. God did not create you to be an average mother, an average father, an average husband, an average church member, an average Denverite. He didn't create you to be average. You're supposed to be unusual. And you know what? When you're unusual, when people see you, they can recognize that there's something palpably different about you. I need you to get used to sticking out like like a sore thumb. Why? Because I'm not trying to be usual like everybody else. God has made me a promise of greatness, which means I'm supposed to be unusual. So if you stack me up next to everybody else, I'll stand out. And it's not because of me. It's because of the God in me. Then it means first rate. That means the very best. Somebody say I'm supposed to be the best. If you're not the top at your company, something is wrong. If you're not the top in the ministry you serve in, something is wrong. And by top, I mean you should outproduce everybody else. They might have 95 degrees and you may only have a GED, but you should still outperform them because God's created you to be first rate. Then it means very good, more than, more than what? More than what I've, watch this, than what I've dealt with. I'm more than the hand I was dealt when I got here. Can I help you understand something? You don't know that you're more than until you've been dealt less than. And some of y'all are complaining about the hand you've been dealt, talking about, God, why me? And why am I a single dad? And why am I a single mom? And why this sucker do me like this? And why they do me like this? Not understanding, God said, I needed you to take less than. So you'd see you have the ability to turn it into more than. You don't know that you're a good player until you got a team that sucks and you win anyhow. You don't know that there's something incredible about you until you can take a B team and make your way to the Super Bowl. I need you to know God made you to take bad situations and turn them into something good. God made you to take a bad hand and learn how to play it well. What's this? What's this? Say, I'm more than. Yeah, you're more than where you grew up. You're more than that abuse. You're more than that rape. You're more than that molestation. You're more than that divorce. You're more than what he, your mama said. You're more than what your daddy said. You're more than what the government said. You're more than what the statistics say. Somebody holler, I'm more than. Then it means mighty. 
You do not know that you're mighty until you're in the middle of a fight. Lions are renowned, watch this, for their roar. Would you just roar like a lion? Just do it, please. That's the weakest lion. Just come on, really? I know you're like, Bishop, this is childish. You'll understand it in a minute. Would you just roar? One, two, ready, roar. You don't know how strong your roar until you're backed into a corner and you got a bunch of cackling hyenas around you thinking you're going to die like this. Thinking you're going to go out like this. Thinking that you're going to lay down and just sit and take whatever life throws at you. You don't know that you got some might in your fight until you smack dab in the middle of a fight where it looks like there's no way for you to win. And then watch God take what looks like you can't win and turn that thing around for your good. Then it means far beyond average. Say far beyond. When you're far beyond average, you will often feel lonely because there's not many people in that orbit. When you're far beyond average, you will often feel by yourself, even if you're surrounded by other people, because their conversations are earthly. Your conversations are in a different orbit. Your conversations are in a different place. And so the stuff they get excited about doesn't excite you because you're like, that's too low for me. And it's not that I think more highly of myself than I ought to. It's just that I don't think that low of myself to come down to where you're at. Come down for what? What is this? Greatness was a promise that God made to a man named Abram, later named Abraham, that we've learned so far in this series according to Galatians 3.29. They'll put it on the screen for you. says applies to us also. Now, hear me. Great doesn't mean no gutter. I need you to get that. Because when you, I need you all to get Galatians 3.29 up there. Uh, it doesn't mean no gutter. Somebody say, it doesn't mean no gutter. It just means that even when you factor in the mess, even when you factor in the gutter, it's still great. <laughs> look, look at your name and say, even when I factor in, my gutter is still great. See, I need you to get greatness because you'll have a false sense of what great looks like. You'll think that every day you just get up and, just, and everything is just tiptoeing through the tulips and walking through the roses. That's a lie. Christianity is not a day where you don't have no problems. Christianity is a day where you look Goliath in the face and say, sucker, you don't know Nan. You don't know who you're messing with. You don't know who you're playing with. You don't know, and you shouldn't have tried me. And since you tried me, I'm going to teach you why you ought not try me again. Some of y'all, you just need to knock the hell out of it one good time, and it will know not to try you again. Knock discouragement out. Knock depression out. Knock it out one good time, and it won't try you again. I wasn't cussing. Hell is a Greek word, Gehenna, which means hot trash. Some of y'all, the only reason stuff keeps trying you is because you ain't sat it down. The only reason, y'all not talking, the only reason them spirits keep messing with you is because you ain't handled them one good time. You keep running and talking about I'm praying. And sometimes you need to get up off your knees from praying and step in, in the face and say, I'm not running. I'm not dealing with, I'm not, I'm Great doesn't mean no gutter, 915. It means that even when you factor in the gutters, the valleys, the mess, the drama, it's still great. Say, still great. Where are the people at the 915 that can give God praise? Watch this. That even when you factor in the attacks, the drama, the mess, watch this. Let's tell the real truth. The mistakes we made, even when you factor it all in, it's still great it's still great don't make no sense i don't understand it i can't explain it other than to say god has made me great so here's the promise genesis 12 2 through 3 all right and i will make of you a great nation 
And I'll bless you and make your name great so that you'll be a blessing. Say, I'm supposed to be a blessing. Great nation. That means everything attached to you is supposed to be great. Please understand, the people who detach from you, that's their, that's their failure. They didn't know the only reason they were winning is because you were attached. And when you detached, they didn't realize that was their winning secret sauce. And don't you cry over them. Don't you chase nobody. Don't you run after nobody. Don't you DM nobody. If they had the, uh, the audacity to walk, let them walk. And then when they start losing, let me tell you, because I've been watching it. Oh, God. I've watched it my whole life. But when they detach, when they start losing, they'll come back and say, oh, Bishop. <laughs> I'll make your name great. Say that you'll what? Be a blessing. Somebody say, I am a blessing. Stop coming to church talking about I'm trying to get blessed. When are you going to be a blessing? What's a, what's a blessing? An empowerment to prosper. When you come around, people ought to feel empowered, not disempowered. People ought to feel like they be, ought to be able to fight when they come around you. They ought, I just need them in the room because when so-and-so get in the room, I feel like I can fight. I, what them kind of people at? A friend of mine, he asked me a question. He said, Bishop, he said, are you always like this? I said, like what? He said, just so strong. I said, man, I don't have the luxury of being a punk. I don't have the luxury of being weak. I don't have the luxury of tucking my head in between my legs just because it hurts. Sometimes it's going to hurt like pure deep, and I still got to get up and fight anyhow. I don't have the luxury of laying down and saying, woe is me. I don't have the luxury of licking my wounds and acting like a boy. When I became a man, I put away childish things. Let your neighbor say, I encourage other people. I, I encourage other people. When they come around me, they feel like they can fight. When they come around you, they feel like they can win. When they come around you, they feel like no weapon formed against them. Says verse 3, and I'll bless those who bless you. <laughs> bless, bless has a few different meanings. Um, it, it generally, it means empower to prosper. But bless also comes from this Greek word eulogio, where we get our word eulogy, which means to speak well of. So check it out. He says, I will make, I will, watch this, speak well of those who speak well of you. And anybody, watch the, watch the inverse, who doesn't speak well of you. Sometimes you feel entitled to speak against people who on your best day, you haven't accomplished more than them on their worst day. You got to be careful that your tongue doesn't write checks that the rest of your body can't cash. We live in a generation now where we say whatever we want to say about whoever we want to say it with, and we say it's my truth. Now, realizing your truth only matters to you, boo-boo, because you need to understand the book. Y'all ain't talking to me, 915. Uh, uh, the book is not subject to your interpretation. It's not subject to your truth. There's some things that God says, don't you put your mouth on that one. You mess with that one, I'm, I'm going to put a hurting on you. <laughs> I'll bless those who bless you. And whoever dishonors you, I'll curse them. And when God cuss you out, see, here's, here's why some of y'all have to learn how to hold your tongue and hold your hand. Because see, watch this. Please understand. I know if I know, I know, I know if you sit under me for any period of time, you 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 you're probably a super strong person. And you need an iron man to help iron sharpens iron. It takes strength to burst strength. 
Y'all not hear what I'm saying? Now, what are you trying to say? It's because sometimes when you're strong, you have to learn how to hold your tongue and how to hold your hand. Because you'll try to clap back and you'll try to say stuff that God says, I need you to shut your mouth. Because if you clap back, you got vengeance. That's all that's going to happen. If you say something, that's all that's going to happen. Sometimes real strength is known when the... Sometimes real strength is saying, I could really ruin the whole... But... Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. God says, I'll take care of them. You stay focused on moving forward. You know what many of us do? We turn around. Come here. We turn around. So let's just pretend for this example that, that you, 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 you dishonor me. This is this example. You dishonor me, I cut you. Now let me make a public announcement. All right. Now watch. Here's the deal. If I'm moving forward, come on, come on, just follow me. If I'm moving forward, and let's say there's dishonor, okay? And let's say there's mess and lies and all that. So I'm moving forward, but okay, all right, here's the problem though. I got to stop moving forward to turn around to deal with this. And God says, you give that to me and you keep moving. Y'all not saying? And the louder it gets, the more you keep moving. Because God says, if you turn around and try to get vengeance, I, I, that's as far as it's going to go. But if you let me get vengeance, God says, I'll turn around. And when I turn around, y'all come here, hurry up now. When I get vengeance, it ain't just going to be me. I'm going to come up with a whole gang of folk. God says, it was just you getting vengeance if you did it. But if, they, if I get it, God says, I'll bring the angels. I'll, watch this. I'll dig up stuff. I'll find court cases on them from years ago and bring it back up. Because if you mess with my child, you mess with. Just so they would say, God fights for me. Ugh, say it again. Say, God fights for me. You ain't fighting for yourself. You're not fighting by yourself. God is fighting for you. That's why you shouldn't grow weary and well-doing. God is fighting for you. Watch. Abraham was supposed to go to Canaan, but he settled in Iran, we've learned, which means dry place. Say dry place. Because he dishonored what God said to honor his feelings. I, I need to catch this because many folk... You can't actually say you honor God because if you don't feel a certain way, you ain't lifting your hand. You ain't singing. You ain't clapping. You ain't giving. I don't feel it. I'm feeling some type of way. And God says, I understand that. And so am I. I will mirror your dishonor. Bishop, Bishop, what you talking about? Let's go Bible. 1 Samuel 2.30. Therefore the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father would be for before me forever. But now says the Lord, far be it from me. For those who honor me, I'm going to do what? Honor. Those who lightly esteem me or dishonor me uh, uh, or despise me will be lightly esteemed. So God says, I will mirror your honor. Woo. That's deep. He didn't say I won't love you. He didn't say, I'll love you less. He just says, I mirror your honor. So he says, watch this. I'm only honoring you to the extent you honor me and what I said to honor, which is why some of y'all, God Almighty, which is why some folk, you, you, your whole life, you try to fight to have a voice. And your voice is always suppressed because God says you're dishonorable. 
That's, that's what Jezebel did. Jezebel in the Bible fought. Her name literally means not exalted, no voice. So she always fought to have a voice. So she married this weak dude named Ahab who gave her a voice. But in giving her a voice, he actually gave her her own destruction. She was a wicked woman. Had her own seal. Queen wasn't supposed to have a seal. She was supposed to submit to the seal of the king. She said, I want my own. See, see some, oh God. You can't have what you dishonor, ladies. You, you can't be, you want, okay, okay, let me leave that alone. Let me, let me leave that alone. You, you can't have what you dishonor. Let me talk to the single ladies for a minute. Just let me just, just throw this in there. And the married women too. See, you can't say, I want a strong man. But then you talk to him. And demean him. And disrespect him. In front of people. Talking about he understands. Oh, he understands. He understands he's got to go find respect from another one. Y'all not talking to me. You can't have what you dishonor. You can't dishonor giving and expect to be given to. You can't dishonor loyalty and expect people to be loyal to you. Y'all ain't got to say nothing. Just back me up because apparently I got to do this by myself today. You cannot have what you dishonor. Abraham, I'm not saying it's right, I'm just saying it's true. Abraham dishonored God to honor his feelings, to honor his attitude, his comfort. He's like, I'm comfortable in Haran. It's dry, but at least I know what to expect. It's misery, but at least I know what to expect. I'm sick and tired of it, but at least I know what it's going to be. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Stick with me, church. Touch the neighbor and say, this whole world getting free. And if your neighbor didn't touch you, just, 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 just say, you ain't listening. Just here, take this hammer and just use it. Don't, no, I'm, just, I'm just playing. 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 Because I need us to all get free, y'all. Because by the end of March, I need your life to be so great. By March 31st at midnight, I need you to say, I'm glad Bishop didn't bite his tongue during that word. Because when I got some things in order, all of a sudden, God started dropping blessings. He started dropping miracles. And it's going to happen quick, fast, and in a hurry. I need you to say this with faith. Say, everybody in the church going up. Say it again. Everybody in the church going up. He dishonored what God said to honor, to honor, watch this, Terah as his father. He dishonored what God said to honor Sarah as his wife. He dishonored what God said to honor his rationale. You will rationalize rebellion. Well, I didn't listen, but the reason I didn't listen is because this person did this. And God says, right, but what you don't understand is I'm not going to hold them accountable for what they said. You are the one that rebelled. So I'm holding you accountable because you don't get to dictate to leadership. So the reason I didn't do right by my husband, because I didn't like the way he said good morning to me. The reason I didn't do right by what, the, what my leader in church said is because I didn't like how they said it to me. Say something to me. The, the, reason, the reason I didn't, I didn't do what I was supposed to do is because I felt rationalized. I honored my feelings. And God says, which is exactly what. Please understand. How many times you got to get prophesied to and it not happen before you realize you're the reason it ain't happened? 
When I prophesy, I don't shoot blanks. So if it ain't manifested, you need to check yourself. Take that mirror out, look in that compact, and look at you. What are you doing? This word, I have to be strong. I have to be strong. I'm so glad we had a blizzard on Wednesday so I could do this on a Sunday. Because now I get both experiences. You know, Wednesday is like a whole different church. That's a Wednesday church. No, it really is. Because I need us to get this. Because there are things you're praying for. And God says, baby, it's, I, it's, I just can't honor you, though. You're dishonorable. I can't. Are you listening, church? And we have a whole body of Christ shouting and spinning. And hi, bye, 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 Mitsubishi, Subaru, and Honda. And God is like, but I'm not doing anything for you. Because you're dishonorable. And I love you. But I don't trust you. Yeah. Lift your hand and say, Father, forgive me for my dishonor. Forgive me for honoring what I want over what you want. I know you don't expect perfection, but I vow to give you faithfulness from this moment forward. It's a fresh start. It's a new beginning in Jesus' name. Somebody ought to shout that you can get a fresh start like that. I said somebody ought to shout that you can get a fresh start like that. Watch. Watch. Who or what do you honor first? Your kids, your spouse, your job. That's out of order. We don't have to be people of honor. We get to be people of honor. Now, now watch this. Please understand. Hear me. Honor, I told you last week, is this Hebrew word. That's the language of our Old Testament, kabod. It means to make heavy. God says when you make what he says heavy, he'll make you heavy. I don't mean heavy like in terms of scale heavy. Okay? I mean heavy in the sense that God says your words will have weight. Your prayers will have weight. Your name will have weight. All people have to say is so-and-so said and they'll say, oh, well, then it must be true. Then it means to bring to. God says there's certain things I can't bring you to because to bring you to it would require me to honor you and you're dishonorable. Say he's bringing me to a wealthy place. Say he's bringing me to a place of abundance. Say he's bringing me to a place of shalom. That's what it means. It means to bring to. Then it means to be treated as a noble. People will treat you like you're a king and a queen. Last week was amazing because after church, <clears throat> I went uh, to eat. And uh, when we went to eat, we were uh, at the restaurant. And uh, a manager, uh, you know, I have a few places. Some of y'all are foodies. Any foodies in here where you just love? That's great. I'm not quite that. I'm a, a food. <laughs> not to eat. Because I, I, I select a few restaurants that I know I can depend on. See, some people like big crowds. I prefer a small circle that I keep tight and I keep right and I know what to expect. Got it? That's just me. So I have a few restaurants I go to. And so I went to a restaurant. I hadn't been there in a while. And the manager said, he said, hello, sir. How are you? So good to see you. And I said, good to see you, too. He said, I didn't make you mad last time, did I? I said, no, you didn't make me mad. I said, I just ain't been over here. And, and then the lady comes, and she's serving, and she's doing all that. And, uh, and, and, and it was uh, a, a family member's uh, birthday was recent and all that. And I said, this is her birthday. I said, what do y'all do? And they said, well, this is normally what we do. They said, but my manager told me that for Bishop Foreman, he gets whatever he wants. <laughs> so you just name what you want. I said, well, shoot, girl, you should have told me that up front. Give me the whole back page to go. No, just... Now, 
listen, if I'm honest with you, 99% of the places I go, that's what it is. And I, and I, and I said, now, that ain't normal for Denver. But watch this. When you're honorable, somebody say, I'm honorable. Wherever you go, they're going to treat you like you're nobility. They're going to roll out the red carpet. They're going to do like coming to America and throw them red roses on the floor. Watch this. When you walk in, music will start playing. They're just going to... Watch. Say prevail. God says, that's where honor means prevail. God says, if you don't honor, I will not cause you to prevail. Wow. Which means you will fight battles that never, ever come out with you winning. The only reason it ended is because you gave up. <laughs> the only reason the battle is over is because you just said, I'm tired of fighting, not because you won. Let me prophesy to you now. Hands up. I prophesy that you would go watch this from a place of losing any battle to a place where you prevail in every battle, effective immediately. If you believe it, give God a praise right there. I said, give him a praise. Y'all patty kicking it and playing with it. Say, all I do is win. Say it again, all I do is win. And it won't be because you gave up. It will be because you utterly smoked and destroyed your enemy. You better get used to standing in this position. What is this? It's the position where you should not have come against me in the first place. Because my God is causing me to prevail. That's what honor means. That's what honor means. Watch this. Then it means to go forward while sore. Amazing. God says the reason some of y'all need, need so many mental health days off your job and the reason why some of y'all in, 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 your, in your coffee cup at work ain't coffee. I ain't judging nobody. I ain't judging nobody. Listen, I get it. 1,700 pastors quit the ministry every month, and I get why. I totally understand why. You understand? I get it. Okay? I, look. I understand. Look, uh, watch this. It's because you haven't mastered the ability how to go forward while being sore. Like, how do you fight with a knife freshly implanted in your back? See, you have a breakdown and not be able to go forward because one of the meanings of honor means God will give you the ability to go while you're sore. Which means God says, I will give you the ability, even when you have a knife freshly implanted in your back, people will look at you and say, how is he still going? How is she still going? You'll be able to say, listen, I wish it was magic. I wish it was a prayer. But listen, it's my honor that did that for me. My honor is what gave me the ability to go for it even while sore. Then it means promote. God says, I'll promote you. You won't have to self-promote. God will promote you. You won't have to chase a position, they'll make a position. You won't have to chase money, money will chase you. You won't have to chase opportunity, opportunity will chase you. What was this? Then it means, then it means to make great. All of those words are the definition of the word honor. I'm gonna give it to you again. Make heavy, bring to, treat as a noble, prevail, promote, go forward while sore, and be great. Here's what I need us to get 915, and I'm just about out of time. Uh, honor is adaptation and adjustment to who you're honoring. It's not respectfully doing what you want to do. And this is where many of us don't understand honor. Because we think that honor is this is what I want to do, and I'm gonna do it nicely. And God says, no, that's not honor. 
That's like saying, God, let's just use the tithe, for example. I'm going to use it because it's easy to use. Don't get offended. If you're offended, you need to, you need to come up out of order, out of disorder, rather. Say amen. For real, though? Ch- check it out. I'm a pastor who wants to see results in his people's life. I'm not in a popularity contest. I'm not trying to get rich or di- di- try. I was good before I started the church. I, I want to see results in the people that I lead. If you show this V, I want you to be able to like, yep, all day, every day. I want them to talk about us and say, watch that. All them people over there just blessed. All them people over there just favored. All them people over there own stuff. All them people over there, child, they just got it all together. They just, who they think they are? Baby, I read the book. And when I read the book, he made me a promise. And the promise was that he would make me great. So understand when I come, come like I'm coming today, it's only because I have a motive. And the motive is results. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't want you to shout about something you're never going to see. Because some of y'all, you grew up in church, and that's why you got disillusioned with church. Because you see your mom and them hopping and shouting and falling at their blouses, and nurses coming to fan them off and put white sheets on top of them and all of that, and they still had nothing to show for it. Oh, buddy, you, let me tell you who you are. You are the interruption to the dysfunction in your bloodline. You are the curse breaker in your bloodline. You're the one that's going to have some results. Somebody say, I'm going to have some results. You ain't just going to talk it, baby. You're going to be about it. Shout yeah. This ain't just some game. This ain't coming to get an emotional fix because I need a high to get a, a, a breather from life. I'm building a life I don't need a vacation from. I'm building a life I don't need to get drunk from. I'm building a life I don't need to smoke from. Y'all not talking. Watch. So that's why I got to come like this today. Because I, I, I don't need you. You know, if you look on Instagram, you know, these videos where people be shouting, they be getting thousands of views. And then I'd be like, but what they got to show, though? And there ain't nothing wrong with that. We about to shout. <laughs> shouting is praise. But I want to shout. And after I shout, I want to open up my eyes and see some fruit. Why? Come here. 2019 is the year of fruitfulness. It's the year of results. It's where I'm going to see what I've been sowing for. I'm going to possess what I've been praying for. Nine is the number of fruitfulness. It's the number of manifestation. It's the number of the end of a cycle. I'm... Watch. I, I got to finish. I, gotta, I literally got two minutes. I can't. We got to get ready for the next group. Watch. 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 Honor is adapting and adjusting, not respectfully doing what you want. Now, check this out. This is where conflicts arise. Because what happens when one that you honor says go this way, the other one you honor says go that way. It's God's word first, all day, every day. Honor is the lifestyle. To be great, let me ask you this question. How are you going to do what God hates? How can you be honored if you're doing what's dishonorable? And I know what somebody might be thinking. Well, Bishop, I just believe in relationship and, and, and relationship with Jesus. And, and I just don't believe in a bunch of rules. First of all, first of all, I'm going to need you to stop all that. Okay? And let's, 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 let's look at this biblically, okay? The only reason we don't like rules is because rules imply submission. And the only reason we don't like submission is because you're carnal. What do you mean carnal? You are a Christian who acts like a devil. I know it's strong. I know. Just is what it is. 
is what it is. I got to get it out in two minutes, so it is what it is. What do you mean, acts like a devil, Bishop? I ain't the devil. Oh, I didn't call you that. See, you got another problem. You don't listen, Linda. Listen, honey, listen. Here's what that means. If I don't want to do it, I will find justification to not do it. And God says, and that's why you don't have what you want. It's, cool. it's, it's real simple right there. Did, did you guess that? God is like, I understand you don't want to do it. I love you, though. <laughs> I ain't got number love for you. I ain't got number love for you. Lord, when am I going to break through? Oh, you ain't, we ain't got that schedule for you. <laughs> Lord, when am I going to get a spouse? Spouse? <laughs> Girl, bye. <laughs> Girl, bye. You dishonored the last seven we sent. We ain't sending no more. When am I going to be a business owner? Business owner? You're late to your job. Why would we give you your own? You want to own it? I can only imagine some of the conversations in heaven when God looks over at Michael and Gabriel and them and some of the prayers come up. <laughs> she want to what? <laughs> hey, put that up on the screen. Put that on the screen. Let all the rest of the angels see it. I love them, but I can't honor them. Come here. Come here. I love them, but I can't honor them. It's quiet, church. So it's not rules. It's just God says, listen, this is, this is how our relationship works. See, certain things in certain relationships work for certain people, and certain things don't work for certain people. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Have you ever looked at somebody else's relationship and said, I couldn't do that? Well, that's why you ain't with them. Okay? I was telling somebody, we were having a conversation yesterday, and someone's like, ooh, I just don't, I just don't know. I, just, I said, and welcome to a day in my life. And they said, well, I'm not graced to do that. <laughs> I said, I know you're not. I said, so don't criticize me when I handle it the way I handle it because you ain't graced to do what I do. Would you look at your neighbor and say, if you had a clue what I've been through? Watch. Watch, I, I got I to gotta quit early. I, I, I can't finish it, so, so, so let me get you as much as I can. In Proverbs 6, 16, now we learned last week dishonor, dishonor creates denial, dishonor creates destruction, dishonor creates delay, and dishonor creates dryness. Remember those things we learned? So I just want to hit Proverbs 6. So these are things that God says, if you do these things, you cannot have greatness. Okay? And so I just want to show you these things. Because, because a lot of times you grow up, people, you know, if you grew up in church, they told you a whole lot of stuff that ain't in the Bible. So you need to be glad you come to a place where you can actually get Bible. I never said nothing to you and didn't give you some scripture behind it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's a whole lot of stuff folk be doing and they talk about, well, you, know, you know, this and that. And I said, that ain't in the book. All right? So watch this. Proverbs 6, 16. Proverbs means wisdom. There are six things the Lord, what? Hates. That's a strong word. Seven that are an abomination to him. So let's look at verse 17. Haughty eyes. So let's just deal with these and then I got to quit it, okay? Huh? Haughty eyes. Now, if you can see past your neighbor's uh, mascara and eyeliner and all that, I'm just playing. 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 Have fun. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Your neighbor looks beautiful or handsome or whatever they are, okay? All right, take this out. Say haughty eyes. haughty eyes. This means you're prideful in how you view things. 
You think more highly of yourself than you ought to. Here it is. You think you're exempt. Everybody else better be in there taking notes. I'm not. Say amen to that. Parents, you do it with your kids. Y'all better be listening to Bishop. You ought to be listening to Bishop. They got that way under your leadership. I'm saying as best I can, as quick as I can. I'm like Frank Arzar. I'm trying to get you as much as I can, as fast as I can. <laughs> no endorsement implied. Somebody say, I'm not exempt. Okay? But we have this mentality in life where we think we're exempt. And God says, I hate that. Wow. He didn't say, and I'm not saying you should, but I'm just telling you what ain't in there. I'm going to tell you what ain't in there. Cussing ain't in there. Now, I'm not saying you should cuss excessively. But what I am saying is God don't, he didn't call that one what he hates. Now, I'm not saying you should. Thank God he don't. Let's have an honest moment. Who can say, I may not be where I want to be. Come here, be honest. But I thank God I ain't where I used to be. I've reduced. Too many judgmental people at the 915. Watch. God says, I hate when you think you're exempt. I hate when you think you're better than situations and people. I hate when you think you're too good to clean. I hate when you think you're too good to follow instructions. I hate that. Then watch this. Here's the next one. A lying tongue. God says, I hate that you lied on somebody. Liars are losers because lying is an act of pride. It's to cover up reality. God says, I hate that you lie about how much money you got. I hate that you lie about where you live. Y'all not talking to me. God says, I hate that you lying to people you getting to know, expecting the relationship to go somewhere. Let's move on. This, this, was, this is why I planned this for Wednesday because it's strong. See, Wednesday, they'd be running down. They'd be rolling on the floor by now. 9.15, y'all looking at me. But I bet you're going to get victory. I bet you by March 31st, you're going to have some fruit, though. Come on, let me just get you where you got to go. Somebody say, by March 31st, I'm going to have some fruit. Shout out about her shout out. By March 31st, watch me. Watch this. Watch what God hates. He says, I hate hands that shed innocent blood. Watch me. This isn't just talking about natural murder. God says, I hate that you destroyed somebody's reputation without cause. I hate that you ran your mouth about somebody else and you didn't know what the hell you were talking about. I hate that you destroyed somebody without cause. I hate that you jumped on a bandwagon to talk about somebody you didn't know. If you've ever experienced it, you know how painful it can be. And God says, I hate that. I hate that you can watch a documentary and judge a man that's not even living and yet say nothing about other men who do the same thing. Y'all not talking to me. That do the same thing that are being protected by a system that's trying to destroy a whole nother group of men. I hate that. I hate that. I hate it. Hated it. Hate it. Verse 18, I gotta quit. A heart that devises wicked plans. He says, I hate that you're always trying to get over on people. I hate that you're always trying to strategize on how you're gonna use a situation at the expense of misusing people. 
I hate, I hate that. I hate that you're always trying to get over on people. I hate that you feel entitled to get over on people because of what happened to you as a child. Okay, let's move, let's move, let's move. Let's move. Then it says, then it says, then it says, I can't take my time. Then it says, feet that make haste to run to evil. God says, I hate that you keep running to what's against you. I hate that you keep running back to Ike. I hate that you keep running back to destructive relationships. I hate that you keep running back to the bottle. I hate that you keep running back to depression. Uh, evil means contrary to you. He says, I hate that you keep running to things that are against you. I hate that you call your unsaved friend to tell them when you had a bad day and that further justifies to them why they don't serve me and all you have was a bad day. I hate it. He says, you run to evil evil what's against you contrary to you he says I hate that you run to what's against you he says I hate the fact that when you feel lonely you get on a social media attention binge because you want fans it, it, it ain't nobody saying nothing to me it's quiet in the Roman Catholic Church go get my robes I should have known they didn't tell me I'm just playing I'm just playing I'm just playing <laughs> it's too hot I ain't doing that. He says, I hate that. I hate that you call people who you know can't, 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 can't. Who, who, who you know what they say is going to be contrary to me. I hate that you vent to people who are cursed. Asking them how to get blessed. I, I, I hate that, God said. These are things God says, I hate them. Hated it. Come on, Shot Town. Give me some love. Watch this. Watch this. Can I, can I finish the verse? Verse 19. A false witness who brings, breathes out lies. I hate that you lie about others to tear them down. Some, sometimes when you hear the stuff people say about you, like, Wow. That's creative. <laughs> wow, that's when I find time to do that. That's deep. Wow, what? Whoa, what? For real? Notice it's different than lying. He says a false witness, which means you will say what's convenient in the moment. Come here. You will jump on a bandwagon against somebody because you don't like that person. God says, I hate, I hate that you change the narrative to fit your feelings. And you don't tell the truth about what you did. Girl, he ain't this, 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 he ain't this. You picked him. Man, she ain't this, she ain't this, she ain't this, she ain't this, she ain't this. You saw where you found her. Let me close it, because... This morning when I woke up, I wasn't feeling good all <clears throat> uh, Thursday. I had a little cough, and I don't believe that's against my religion. And so I was like, ain't nobody got time yet. And so, and so then come uh, um, Friday, it was a little bit more. And, and, and you know, my body was aching. <laughs> my body was rocking with pain, like they said. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. And so I was like, let me get every drug available. Let me have that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. 
and uh, and 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 all that. And I and I had to I had to start um, feeling better, as I'm about 98% now. So the 2% of no filter, that ain't even on me. Don't even say nothing to me about it. It's just, I'm not 100%. 100% me will filter certain things. <laughs> so anything I didn't filter, that ain't me. 19, here it is. Here's this last one, and this is where I, this is where I want to close it. And one who sows discord among brothers. New King James says brethren. So this is not just related to natural brothers and sisters. This is related to anybody who's walking together. God says, I hate. In fact, it's an abomination. It's disgustingly dishonorable when you start stuff with people. Did you hear what so-and-so said? Did you hear what so-and-so said to me? Did you see this? Did you hear this? Did you see this? And God says, I hate what you're doing because you're creating discord for no reason. I'm going to need a 915 to speak English right there and say amen or ouch or ooh-wee or doggone or something. If what you're sharing doesn't bring unity, why are you telling that person's equal? Their equal can't do nothing about it. If you got an issue, you need to go to that person's superior. But if you're going to that person's equal or somebody beneath that person, you're sowing discord. And the Bible says you're abominable. The abominable snowman. In families, parents, when you see your kids sowing discord around one another, let me tell you what to do. You just say, now what happened? Hmm? Hmm? Okay. And so let me ask you something. You telling me that, okay, what that got to do with what you didn't do? So it seems to me like you're telling on that so I don't pay attention to what you did. So what I'm going to do is help all of y'all. Oh boy, your local, state, and federal laws. And if you do, it just make sure your belt matches your shoes. Watch. Supervisors on your job. If you, if you see people sowing discord, somebody sowing discord is worse than somebody, watch this, is, is worse than somebody who's a little rough around the edges. Because you sowing discord poison the whole team. In church, I bind every click spirit Every spirit that opposes the forward movement of the pulpit, every spirit that ain't in alignment with me, every little group that's trying to group up and click up, I rebuke it and I bind it and I call unity. U-N-I-T-Y. Come here, Queen Latifah. I call unity in this place from the top to the bottom, from the window to the wall. In Jesus' name, somebody holler, we're a house of unity. Holler it again, say we're a house of unity. We build one another up. We do not tear one another down. We speak life into one another. We do not curse one another. We y'all not talking to me. Shake your neighbor's arm like you're gonna shake it off. Say we're in this thing together. We're I'm fighting for you, you're fighting for me, and we're overcoming the devil, and we got the victory. We got it in Jesus' name. Somebody give God glory here. 
Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, and at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God, and they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means. That not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father... In the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word decision to the phone number 59769. And when you do, I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and, and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.